0: My lady or is Harry Hereford. Arles.
1: Okay, this one went straight. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to uh, part two of, North, of act one uh, of Richard II the from The, the Pennant Shakespeare. Um, that kind of caught me by surprise. I didn't expect the episode to go straight into uh, chat. I thought it'd be a bit of an intro where I could introduce myself. Uh, but my name is George. I'm the director of this wonderful show. And with me today, I have...
2: Landon Bell, your dramaturge,
0: and Joel Rowan, your uh, assistant director.
1: There we go. You guys are way more on it that time around than last time. We've we've shaken the rust free, just like the train as it comes into the station. Um. And I was just saying off camera, I think this is a really, really great um, episode because of how much happens. Marshall. In it. So we'll dive straight in with our analysis. Joel, announced. I believe you put As this uh, name, orderly to first him in part together involving force. the steam train. How do you God's name how and make that work?
0: Hmm? Oh, it was just a general kind of train uh,
2: sound with the brakes and coming in and, and everything.
0: Thy quarrel. Speak truly uh, the the uh, door was like a sliding door that I slowed down. As so defend thee, heaven and thy valour.
1: It really works it feels really um really heavy as it kind of um, as the door opens yeah, and as the train
3: comes in. Yeah,
0: no, I know. Was, I was real happy about the
3: effect.
2: I like the way it sounds. It's just got a nice, clean sound to it. And,
1: um, Landon, why are they coming in on a train well?
2: So, I got to... I got to the point where I was adapting the scene, and I really wanted to make it different than the stadium scene in As You Like It? Because in that one, that was, you know, fantasy, and there was a dragon and all kinds of stuff, so how do you make it different? (laughs) And there's not too many places where I can add little elements of
0: the steampunk vibe, at (laughs) least in Act 1.
2: And so I Against wanted to add North that North little steam that. train there and just to, you know, highlight that, speak you know, like things knight, where so Richard II is concerned. The it's still kind of, of old Stanford, tech. He's I not too worried to about, stand in arms to prove you know, where are you going to get the God's money to upgrade my to new? And so Thomas Thomas Mowbray, Mowbray, of of yeah,
4: I like that. Yeah, I absolutely love the idea of the two competitors kind of entering the stadium on a train. And as I it just, truly it, it really
1: gives me a sense of the setting, so I think that's really great, especially death, since we discussed in the previous no episode the difficulty so of getting those kind of diesel-age to elements the into the, uh,
0: Except the in amongst the verse dialogue. To oh, yeah.
2: Well, and then Lord Thomas Martian Mowbray enters in a motorized carriage, so that tells you everything you need to know about the guy.
4: For Mowbray and myself are like two men that vow a long and
2: weary pilgrimage. And we just had a then bunch of actors introduced here who <laughs> I've <have> not <laughs> even had a chance Farewell to introduce. Uh, we have Julia Eve as the Lady Marshal. Uh, we have Natalia Orlovsky reads, as the Duchess highness, of Armory. Uh, we also have Christopher hand, Gilstrap as Henry Bolingbroke. Jose Donato as King Richard II. And Jason R. Wallace as Thomas Mowbray.
5: So be thy fortune in this royal fight.
1: So I'm I'm assuming Farewell, that in the original the Marshall no was male. May,
2: but not oh death. yeah. Um, so oh, that is the no Lord Marshal yeah. which
4: um, is kind of the person who, I mean think of him as, as the, the
2: referee, Falcons they're the person who yeah. presides over everything do that goes I on with fight. And, and I was, I
1: was going to add to that that I just think of it actually you, cousin, it's just Lord, so, works so perfectly
4: with a lady marshal like Julia Eve really
1: really carries that sense of an arbiter of justice
4: across in the role
2: oh yeah, like when I first heard her lines there, this is the first time I've listened to this episode actually um, but when I first heard her lines at the beginning I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, she nailed it <laughs> exactly so what I had in mind oh yeah way more than Richard even, because you know, Richard himself is supposed to be the king and he's supposed to be this grand authority but he keeps uh, you know, delegating it to others because he's kind of a terrible king
1: <laughs> I was going to say, and that's why I think the gender swap works so well his son um taking in the historical context the into account
3: um, like lightning in the execution yeah. and let die really nice uh, contrast like amazing thunder it on the Absolutely I have verse pernicious enemy flows up thy youthful blood
1: be So why and are they, they in? in the stadium of my innocence in St
3: George
2: Um the so they are here to duel effectively before the king and you know here in a moment we'll find out that uh, the king is indecisive and he doesn't really want them to do that because he's afraid that henry might win
3: henry
1: with his main character
3: powers
2: (laughs) Most exactly. And my <laughs> well, it's an anticlimactic fight, mouth, but wish of happy years, it's anticlimactic in a cool way because it actually Truths, sets up further conflict.
5: Farewell, my lord. Yeah, they couldn't just end the lord fight and then all be friends,
1: could they? And we could all go home trial, after Marshall, a single act. Begin.
2: <laughs> Harry of Hereford, it's like that scene in Infinity War Receive where Thanos fights Hulk and, God right and it's really anticlimactic, but it sets up something that's way bigger Iron and better.
0: Go bear this lance to Thomas, yeah, it's just a doubling
1: down of expectations Harry constantly.
4: Of exactly. and Darby stands here for God, his So we've got a
2: bunch of people who were speaking here in the background. Uh, we got Edward Herman as John of Gaunt false. again. And uh, we also have Jordan Haas here as the first herald, Thomas Mowbray, and in just a moment we've got Lisa Michaud off, as the his second king
4: herald. king, and him, and dares him to set forward to the fight.
0: Here standeth Thomas Mowbray, Duke of Norfolk, on pain to be found false and recreant, both to defend himself and to approve Henry of Hereford, Lancaster, and Derby, to God his sovereign and to him disloyal, courageously and with a free desire attending but the signal to begin sound trumpets and set forward combatants here we go stay the king hath thrown his warder down oh okay let them lay
5: by <laughs> their helmets and their spears and both return back to their chairs again that was so anticlimactic
2: <laughs> and let the
5: trumpets sound while we return these dukes what we decree
1: I think myself and Joel were probably quite near. glad after and the what amount of fighting we that, well, Joel in particular had to do. For that <laughs> our
5: kingdom's <laughs> earth should not be soiled <laughs> with that dear blood which it hath fostered, and for our eyes do hate the dire. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of battle, battle scenes in that play. Neighbor's sword, and for we think the eagle-winged pride of sky aspiring and ambitious thoughts, with rival-hating envy set on you to wake our peace, which in our country's cradle. Draws the sweet infant breath of gentle sleep, which so roused up with boisterous, untuned drums, with harsh, resounding trumpets, dreadful bray, and grating shock of wrathful iron arms, might from our quiet confines fright.
1: So this is another one of those speeches which I kind of wanted to, Therefore, to give a nice um, to piano our backing to
5: you. Cousin Hereford. um So a, a, in this play, I'm going to try and use music a little bit more field, sparingly. Shall
4: not our fair um, but tread the So there won't be like a consistent
1: soundtrack running under
4: every. You will be done. This effort. must my comfort be, sun that warms you. Yeah, here and for some plays that me. works
2: so much better and because there are some words where, you here, or some speeches where you want the words to do the driving.
3: Norfolk
5: for thee remains a heavier I
1: think it's later I in this I with some
5: unwillingness pronounce
1: part as John shall of Gaunt gives his the deatless probably the most famous anxiety. speech from the the hopeless play
5: word of never to return breathe again about me. england
3: Upon pain of life
2: yeah i think it's in this Every one
3: sentence, my most sovereign leash. and all John of Gaunt actually
2: doesn't get a lot of screen well. time in this play so oh dear amery yeah
3: not so deep a maim as to be cast forth in the common air have I deserved at your highness's hands. The language I've learned these 40 years, my native English, now I must forego. And now my, my tongue's use is to me no more than an unstringed it, voice. It strikes me
1: as a very... Up. um. Or like a, a nationalistic play as well at times. Open, put that aforementioned speech no from uh, John of Gaunt about referring With to England my as this sceptered
3: um, isle.
1: This, this whole Doubly section here is Henry and, dull, and dull, Thomas Mowbray talking about their country and their desire on. to be true to their country and show virtue uh, to their country.
3: I am far too old to fawn upon a nurse, too far in years to be a pupil now. What is thy sentence, then, but speechless death, which robs my tongue from breathing native
5: breath? It boots thee not to be compassionate. After our sentence,
3: plaining comes too late. Then thus I turn me from my country's light, to dwell in solemn shades of endless... We're all just north. sitting here listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. With so That's so that, on our royal Jason R. Wallace for you. Well, that, that, that kind of point on, there is so poignant because
1: buried, Thomas Mowbray is being banished that and that you means that shall. he has to leave so the country the that he God loves.
5: Embrace each other's love in banishment.
2: And this was a time when you know, Never A write, lot of times people regreed, didn't live past 40 and 50, and he's already in his 40s,
5: so that's
2: it. You kind of feel sad us, for him, even state, though he probably definitely did help kill the person. Land, <laughs> I swear.
3: <laughs> And I, to keep all this yeah, I'm wondering whether like North Shakespeare so wants Mowbray to be cast as a tragic
1: character us, to kind of again just counteract
4: Richard almost. Our oh flesh, yeah. As now our flesh is well, I think Shakespeare
2: himself took thy took the position a lot of realm, times that since
4: thou hast far to go. There,
2: there are hard types of justice in the world. And any time the concept of justice comes up in his plays,
3: it does come up with a sympathetic tinge to it. Hmm.
2: Um, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think there's any character in Shakespeare that I've encountered where the play just really wants you to hate them. Except for, I guess, Malvolio and Twelfth Night. I guess that's the only one where the play just wants you to hate them. But He didn't commit a crime, and so the characters who commit crimes a lot of times, I find that the characters, there's aspects to them that, you know, the play wants you to care. It doesn't want you to just ignore them.
5: Thy sad aspect hath from the number of his banished years plucked four away, six frozen winters spent return with welcome home from banishment. How
4: long a time lies in one little word, four lagging winters and four wanton springs, and in a word, such is the breath of kings.
3: I thank my liege <laughs> that in regard to the scheming delivery years of that line of my son's exile <laughs> Henry's. But little vantage mm, shall yeah. I thereby and six winters that's six
2: years of banishment that's harsh back. for doing nothing night. but i mean as I you will soon find out in act Two, um richard is not as innocent death, as he seems he does all sign. of this for ulterior uh, why
3: uncle thou hast many years mm. to live but not a minute king that thou canst give
4: Shorten my days thou canst so Which again
2: goes back to how Shakespeare in this play doesn't really show us what kind of king Henry will moral, be. Thou canst hope. But it definitely shows them. us what kind of king Richard is. And Richard but is a bad king. If you think that King John was thy bad, Richard's worse I think I'd argue that Shakespeare is, is more interested thuy in bad kings.
5: But um why our justice seems though that I feel like
1: I might opinions oh, weighted by the fact that the two hard. most recent plays that i've read judge, are this one and king john
4: it's
2: honestly pretty accurate though because Ooh, most kings in his plays are child. Just they're not, not the greatest people mild, no. or even if you've got the ones of like slander, and i'll avoid. just say you know in for for sake of comparison julius caesar being destroyed they're trying to crown him emperor, uh, so he's effectively... Yeah. Even he, you Shakespeare doesn't particularly cast really him in a sympathetic light
4: to do this um,
2: until he's Cousins dying so well. for Uncle literally no so. good reason.
5: Six years we banish him and he shall go.
1: I feel like the only, the only king I can think of that's cast as a, as a strong ruler is Henry V. But uh, I, I do not know um, the other yeah. ones that
2: well. Henry V is pretty pretty sympathetic. Um, but that's partly because we get to follow Hal growing Peasant. up. Hmm. That makes a huge difference.
3: Must not know from where I
4: mean, how can name you, name can name you name
2: hate somebody who is, papers. you know, basically the pal of Falstaff? My Lord, no <laughs> I, for I will run impossible. As far as land hate.
0: will let me by your side. O,
4: to what purpose dost thou hold thy words, that thou return'st no greeting to thy friends? I have too few to take my leave of you, when the tongue's office should be prodigal to breathe the abundant doler of the heart. Thy grief is but thy absence for a time. Joy absent, grief is present for Mm -hmm. that time ah what is six winters so in uh, in this kind of gone. short segment we have uh, Coral, john of gaunt just wishing his son goodbye for pleasure. my heart will sigh when i miss and it's, call it so it's really he heartwarming it actually the yeah these are the great performances
2: sh- from edward steps. herman christopher I
0: just love how
1: John, John is
2: kind of, of
1: encouraging Henry to look on the bright side. Nay, rather every being really positive about
4: it. Again, it, I, I just love. can't help but compare him to Must the uh, tempestuous nature of end, King John and his petulance. Of else he's just so, John of Gaunt is so level headed
1: in comparison.
4: All places that the eye of heaven visits are to a wise man ports and happy havens. Teach thy necessity to reason thus. There is no virtue like necessity. Think not the king did banish thee, but thou the king. Woe doth the heavier sit where it perceives it is but faintly born. Go. Say I sent thee forth to purchase honor, and not the king exile thee. Or suppose devouring pestilence hangs in in our air. In this
1: speech, John is encouraging henry to think of himself as a king think of himself as a leader of his own destiny thou rather than Suppose someone who's been wrongly judged the grass by a a thou
2: king. Treadst, the present strew the flowers you know i would just love uh, an entire play about john of gaunt a delightful measure because of his amounts. philosophy on the, the throne
4: is fantastic definitely Oh, who can hold a fire in his hand by thinking on the frosty Caucasus, or cloy the hungry edge of appetite fair to say by that their this, um, imagination of a feast, or wallow naked in December snow by thinking on fantastic summer's heat? Oh no! Reasoning for Henry the becoming a ruler. of the good gives, but the greater feeling like of a the A good hearts. teacher. Bell's oh, stars, yeah, I mean, doth never rankle more
2: than what he honestly, writes, John of Gaunt's character well, it, is the greatest the indicator of the kind of leader Henry will be. Because, hmm. um, be again, Shakespeare leaves a lot I, to I, be
4: cause, would ambiguous, stay.
2: at least in this and play. Ground, but, well, like, farewell. we don't learn a lot about his leadership Since style.
4: well adieu, my mother and my nurse that bears me yet. Where'er I wander, boast of this I can. Though banished, yet a true-born Englishman.
0: (laughs) With an American accent. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So much national pride.
5: We did observe. Cousin Amuro, how far brought you High Hereford on his way?
4: I brought High Hereford, if you call him so, but to the next highway. And there I left him.
5: And say what store of parting tears were shed
4: on well, faith none for me except the northeast wind which then blew bitter. so with the with the music
1: faces, with this i kind of wanted to make it slightly
4: room, so by chance, floaty i guess the is the word hollow parting with the tear
5: what said
2: our cousin when you jovial play- as well
4: Farewell. and. For
2: my heart I don't know. It just puts to me in mind. Well, I mean, I know it's the same flying castle or same flying palace as before in King John, but in this scene, it puts me more in mind of the flying ships in Super Mario Brothers Three.
4: He should have had a volume of farewells, but
1: yeah, I, w- I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more peaceful than the flying castles that we had in the last. our cousin play. cousin
5: but tis doubt when time shall call him home from banishment whether or which i think we're a lot busier
1: and also Ourself mainly involved in fighting in
5: observed his courtship to the common people yeah now he did seem to die and the now
2: they're not areas. fighting yet i i do have one scene coming up where what um, reverence he did throw away well, i'm not going to tell you i'm not going to tell you guys. i'm going to save that
1: of i mean craft I'm assuming that some kind of flying of castle will sweep down, sweep down from the, the sky and drop those bombs
5: but an oyster wench, a who knows. Of Not bombs but speed, a <laughs>
2: and of this is slightly different a new that should be friends, really cool <laughs> as were Cannot wait.
5: And, reversion, his. and he our subjects next degree in hope
2: well he' is tell you guys after the commentary. With him <laughs> go these thoughts <laughs> Now, That's a little hook for people to keep listening, isn't Ireland. it? Expedient manage must be made, my liege, <laughs> ere further leisure yield them further means for their advantage and your highness' loss.
5: We will ourselves in person to this war.
1: And so this introduces a little profit, bit of context to the accord, uh, the rule of King Richard. In that we he's got um, troubles in Ireland, Ireland. like many shall kings us for before and period. after him, will have.
5: If that comes short. Our substitutes at home shall have blank charters. Yeah. Where to, when they shall know what men are rich, they shall subscribe them for large sums of gold and send them after. To um, that ones.
2: character just a moment ago was um, Green, person. played by Alexis Ogolsov. I believe I pronounced her uh, last name Bushy. correctly. Mm. What news? Old John of Gone. And here we Greek have Bushy as well. Suddenly Played t- by Krista him These characters
1: We're really intrigue me. What's their relationship with
5: Richard his great So,
2: uh, Bushy the Green and... and coats to deck our uh, what is the Irish other wars. one's name? Uh, Bagot. 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 Bagot, yeah. Pray God so, we we Bushy Green and Bagot. They're basically Richard's three main advisors. And they agree with him on everything. They are like his three little minions who will Dependent pat him on the back and say, yeah, you're right. Bill
0: show. And so, you Richard
2: know, I told Second, our three actors Act playing one, them, which uh, Kristen, two, Jordan Haas, and uh, Alexis Okosov um,
0: I was telling them, king you know, Richard II. Christopher do what Gilstrap you would
2: want to do with Henry these characters, because they are so Edward open Herman, to your interpretation.
0: John of Gaunt,
2: they are just, Eve, they are the minions of the Marshall, king, and sometimes... As injecting your own personality Rome. into the menu Jason R. is as the Thomas best way Mowbring, to really bring Duke them alive.
0: Kristen Bays as Bushy. Hmm. Jordan I just can't as think first of them as Herald. anything else, Lisa other than gardeners. The They've Herald. all got names that'd be perfect Alexis for gardeners. <laughs> <as Green. laughs> you really <Right>. do. <laughs> <by William> <laughs> it's like, hi, it's I'm Bushy. <laughs> <London> <laughs> I'm Baggett assistant director welcome to the shire <laughs> yeah they've all got poverty names haven't they brilliant this production is copyright <laughs> right. 2018 well on that <laughs> note i
1: think we will uh we'll end the commentary for this week thanks very much for joining me guys um uh and we hopefully will look forward to seeing you in the next part of uh, pen and shakespeare's richard ii see you then
2: welcome to the shire